come with us. When you wish upon a star. Come and remember the magic. What's up, all you rad dudes and dudettes? Welcome to 90s Disney, your podcast for everything about Disney in the 90s. I'm your host, AJ Minotti, joined by my brothers, Mike Minotti. Merry Christmas. And Chris Minotti. Hello. <laughs> what holiday greeting is he going to That's what I was like, what is he going to say? universal. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. No, it's a Disney podcast. Uh, oh, yeah. hey. hey. Welcome, everybody, to our holiday episode for the year 2022. And this year, this month, this time, we are going to do, this is the original name. So I, I'll start with this. The Disney MGM Studios Spectacle of Lights featuring Osborne Family Holiday Lights. Let's take a breath. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah, right? So wonder they ever changed it. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to go back to start in 1995, November 24th, which best as I can tell is the day that these lights debuted hmm. at the park. On that day, the number one movie was... Toy Story. What's that? <laughs> Might have heard of it. When did Toy Story? It did come out November-ish. Huh? So this is still yeah. pretty early. Although the number one grossing movie of the month, the whole month, was actually Ace Ventura When Nature Calls. That was a big deal. Isn't that uh, also a Disney tie-in? Yeah. Is, a little they, bit. Would, would they, have been, they would have probably been doing that Ace Ventura show at MGM. Thereabouts, at yeah. There you go, Jay. I'm sure you'll do that episode, quote-unquote. <laughs> I don't know how that. much there's to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> they did that show. That's like a Thanks for seven five episode. We'll tell, we'll tell that story about how we saw it that one time. It's it great. Yeah, it's phenomenal. The number one song at this time is Exhale, Shoop Shoop by Whitney Houston. That's a fun word. Shoop. Shoop Shoop. 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 I think of that. It's uh, from the soundtrack song. for the movie Waiting to Exhale. Okay. Well, that's appropriate. Exhale is also a fun word. Yes. Is it? Uh, exhale. Mm, no. Exhale. It is one of those words you kind of do what you say and say what you do. Yeah. Yeah. You have to exhale as you say exhale. I guess that's true of all words. <laughs> but like sigh. Like sigh. Sigh. <laughs> Inward singing. Remember, Chris? Perfectly executed. There you go. But really, to uh, tell the story of this display, we have to go back even before 1995 into a wonderful time. To the first Christmas. (laughs) No. No. We're going way back. Oh, the pagans. To a mystical place called the 80s. There's your Bluey reference for the episode. To the Osborne family and the patriarch Jennings Osborne, he was a successful businessman from Little Rock, Arkansas. I always thought it was Ozzy Osbourne that did this. Oh, wow. You got jokes today, Chris, do you? <laughs> Could you imagine, though? He's up there cursing about putting up these stupid lights. <laughs> so, the, the lights, the, the fuses, and the, the blinking, and I don't know why. <laughs> So in 1986, his daughter Allison, or Breezy as her nickname is. Breezy. Uh, yeah, Breezy was her nickname. Okay. Uh, she asked her dad if uh, they could decorate their house with lots of lights for Christmas. And she he said no. Yeah. <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> Boy, we're full of it tonight. Yeah. Uh, Jennings apparently was not one to uh, take things lightly. So he and his wife, Mitzi, decorated their home with over 1,000 lights. Very Griswold of him. Mm. And for the next seven years, he continued the tradition every year, making the display bigger and bigger and bigger, to the point where one year he actually bought the property adjacent to his home to expand the entire display. I mean, I love my kids, too, but... (laughs) 
don't, I don't know about this. And what did uh, what did he do? <laughs> what was he was guy? a successful businessman? What, like, what, what business? That's none of your business. Diamond. <laughs> I, I, I actually don't know. I never Man, that. That's interesting. I, he must be doing pretty well, or yes, it must have been. Yeah, yes, clearly, the electric bill alone to run this yeah, thing right. is astronomical. <laughs> Um, in 1993, news crews and thousands of visitors were coming to see the displays at this point. Now, the, the display consisted of kind of your classic, traditional Christmas lights. Uh, he built an illuminated globe. There was a 70-foot-tall Christmas tree made of lights. There was, um, I guess for lack of a better way of putting it, the angel wall. That's what I wonder, because I wonder... I mean, did he have like an engineering background to design and build these things? Did he have Must friends have, to like, do it with him? I, yeah, like he just—it's pretty cool all to see. Like back in the eighties, all men were just handy like that. Yeah, right. Just before <laughs> they all got corrupted by the NES yeah. as children. <laughs> uh, but you know who didn't like these lights? All of his George neighbors. Bush. I mean, the neighbors. No, actually, he uh, was a big supporter. Of <laughs> actually, Bush. that tracks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Neighbors did not like it. Um, you see, when Osborne ran the lights, he took 35 days of the Christmas season, and these lights ran from sundown to midnight. Wow. And I imagine for that entire duration, they're probably just I, I mean, cars. In a way, you can understand. As, oh, yeah. As crunchy I, as it sounds, yeah, it's like, like this is a bit As someone who much. just likes lights, you're like, oh, the lights, though. But I, yeah, my neighbor is doing that. Mm. I bet they loved it year one. Yeah, you was like, <laughs> oh, that's cool. Good job, Jennings. Yeah. Yeah. Year six, it's like, we can't leave our home. <laughs> um. So six neighbors actually got together and took Osborne to court in 1993. Uh, you know how he responded? He, oh. put, he put up an extra thousand lights. Nice. <laughs> that sounds about right. Probably kicked the bear a little bit there, but hey, what are you going to do? So um, in the intervening year, the county court ordered that the lights could only be active for 15 days from 7 p.m. to 1030, which I feel like yeah, that's like, not, a, okay. Right. It's like, not like get rid of yeah. them completely. So he appealed this decision to the Arkansas Supreme Court and the Supreme Court of America. And, uh, you know, everyone's best friend, Justice Clarence Thomas. Wow. He's been around, huh? Yeah. He was the one who actually uh, made the decision to shoot down Osborne's claim that uh, restricting these Wait. lights was a violation of his religious freedom. Clarence the Angel from... <laughs> no. From it's one... Clarence. <laughs> Clarence. Merry Christmas, we were We like that, Clarence. Yeah. Um, and then in 1995, the Arkansas State Supreme Court ordered the entire display be shut down. Oh, so no. the appeal was probably... Man, it kind of... Yeah, it didn't work out there. Did they, not go his way. There goes Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that little fat kid. You <laughs> <laughs> love that little fat kid nightmare before Christmas. He's always on a leash getting tugged around. I remember the one time me and you were on a leash, I think connected to each other before. Were we? we? I don't remember that. I have a vivid Wasn't memory. Was SeaWorld, I think? No. It was a, we were at the Pittsburgh airport oh. at the terminal getting ready, and me and Chris were leashed together as <laughs> some way to contain us. That I was more to keep you contained. It might, it might <laughs> not be wrong. I believe that. So it seems like this is the end for Jennings Osborne and his spectacle of lights, but there was an executive at Walt Disney World, the executive vice president of the resort, Bruce Laval, and he actually saw a cable news report about this light display and what was going on with it. So he asked Joe Falan, who is a show director for Disney Creative Entertainment, to reach out to Jennings and uh, see if they couldn't work something out. So Joe contacts uh, Jennings and, and you know says, hey, like we want to bring these lights to Walt Disney World. And apparently Jennings was a fan of the company. And he was like, okay, like let, let's talk. And um, at first he was like, a little confused because uh, 
He was like, you're just going to put these on a residential street in Orlando? Like, do you guys own this property? Like, <laughs> what, what are you talking about? No, no, no. Right. I've been through this residential Ca- Capital R, capital S, residential street. Like, <laughs> it's in the park. Mm-hmm. And if, if you don't know, so residential street uh, was part of the Backlot Tour at MGM Studios. And this was a series of house facades that they filmed the exteriors for, for a number of sitcoms and movies. Such uh, as? The famous examples are always uh, the Golden Girls House. Ernest's house from Ernest Saves Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, the house from Empty Nest, Alice's house from The Adventures in Wonderland. The, t- the live TV show that yes. some of you may not remember, but boy, do I. <laughs> oh, yes, very vividly. Um, and this was part of the tram tour. So the tram just kind of went down this residential street, and you got to see all these houses, and they'd always tell you, how, you know, they may look like homes, but if you looked inside them, they're completely empty because they are facades. It was it was like a highlight of that tour because it was weird because it was like you're just going down some street. And it, it almost seemed wasteful when they explained it to you like, yeah. wow, just couldn't you just take a picture of a house for like the two sh- the one or two shots you would ever need of this house? Because, yeah, you know, sometimes you film the exteriors or I guess you, so. you need a controlled shot. Yeah. So it was always a really neat part of that tour. Yep. Um so yeah, he he was like, yeah, this is great, and he donated the entire display to Disney because you know they were really hard. He didn't up. get him anything. Kickback. He gave him some tickets. Maybe <laughs> I assume later. he got right. some kind of make good. It took four eighteen-wheeler moving trucks to get the entire display to Florida. How did this look around his house? I, right? I got to see a picture. <laughs> um. So there was an article in the Orlando Sentinel from November third of nineteen ninety-five by Christine Cheneau. That was titled, Dimmed by Courts, Bulbs Will Glow at Disney. Here's an excerpt from that article. For one Arkansas neighborhood, three million Christmas lights were too garish and attracted too many gawkers. For Walt Disney World, they seemed the perfect way to celebrate the spirit of the season. Is she she calling Disney garish? No, no, the lights were garish. Mm. Disney officials announced Thursday they are bringing the extravagant Christmas creation of Little Rock businessman Jennings Osborne to Disney MGM Studios for the holidays. Osborne made headlines last year when the Arkansas Supreme Court sided with angry neighbors and ordered his family to tone down their Christmas decorations. The neighbors called the display a public nuisance, saying the 70-foot-high tree of lights, the 65-foot-high wall of angels, (laughs) and other blinding symbols of the season were attracting too many crowds. So kind of in advance of it going up, you guys have heard of the Eyes and Ears, which is kind of the uh, WW Resort in-house newsletter. Yeah. Right. So they had this to say about the upcoming attraction. A crew of 40 is spending about three weeks to complete the decorating, which will include erecting a globe of lights 30 feet in diameter, a snow wall of lights 200 feet long, and 60 foot high, and two 30 foot tall carousels, each bearing 12 angels. This just brings about more questions to me of how on earth this one man did this himself. Right? And where did he store it all? It had to just stay out, because yeah, where, where could you even put it? And so for the holiday season of the 1995, like I said, on November 24th, uh, the display debuted and was an immediate hit with guests. Man, they even put it up the day after uh, Halloween. They didn't get their full value out of it. That was back, <laughs> no, I know, yeah. back in the old days. <laughs> we actually waited until after uh, Thanksgiving to do this whole Christmas thing. <laughs> you wondered, too, if, uh, if he put up any lights around his house anymore after this. I mean... It I, kept it minimal. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, like if, if he put up, like, a tree outside... It, it was, he, he's, like, shaking, like, I need lights out there. <laughs> I need them. So let's talk about the display itself. So the lights were installed in all the facade homes in Residential Street. Now, what was cool about this is this is, like I said, it's where the tram tour went. But for the show, the tram tour stopped right before sunset, and guests were able to walk the street. 
This is the only time, only time as far right? as I understand it, as, as I remember, that you could walk on Residential Street yeah, was, at your own pace. It, it was like a first, like, yeah, like an ex- exclusive or like, you know. Exclusive, I can't, yeah. It, exclusive. I can't do this normally. This is very yeah. impressive. Yeah, it was really neat. I mean, you know, it, if you ever like got like taken off a ride when it broke down, you're like walking yeah. through it. Like it feels like naughty. I shouldn't be here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I yeah. like that. I was like, oh, just allowed to walk here now? Cool. Yeah. Um, each year they added more and more to the display. So supposedly that first year was literally like his lights. Hard to believe because you look at a video of year one, it's so many lights yeah, still. Yeah. And it's a lot of like the lights that are there till the end. Oh yeah. I mean, it was, it, they stayed the true to the original elements. The carousel. So. Yeah. That one tree. I think, that, you know, the a lot angels, of the, they the angels, the overhang thing or whatever. Canopy. Yeah, Canopy is the word. They did, of course, add an add to it over the years, eventually growing over to 5 million lights. And they added a lot more. They added some Disney stuff, too. Of here. course. Here's of Mickey course. shaking. Well, it's weird they hand. never even doubled the original, though. So it's still pretty impressive. Because there's <laughs> yes. 3 million, right? What he originally had. Is that what I said? That's pretty impressive. Yeah, so still so much of it from Osborne, huh? Yes. Um, the crews, of course, enjoyed hiding hidden Mickeys throughout the entire display, uh, reaching up to 80 of them at the end of the I show. I can remember them making... I remember this was like some of the first times I heard about it. Mid-90s was when... They were talking about hidden Mickey's a lot suddenly because it was that uh, in, was that show AJ the one George Foreman <laughs> oh Disney Inside Out yeah they were yes. really talked about I remember the families would like compete to find the most yeah. within an hour and then they started like selling that. guidebooks and stuff oh yeah, yeah. the whole thing it was a thing uh, it wasn't until 1997 two years in that they simplified the name to the Osborne Family Spectacle of Lights which is kind of what it's best remembered yeah as being. better a little better we'll complicate so, it later but that's pretty good so here's some stats for you at the peak of the show of the show there were over ten miles of rope lighting. Connected by another 30 miles of extension cords. <laughs> My goodness. Extension cords and lights that were held together using 2 million zip ties. It took 20,000 man hours to install to display each holiday season starting in September. So it took two months to install. Required 800,000 watts of electricity. And it ran every year from mid-November to the first week of January. I would love to see a time lapse of like them putting this up over like those. Right. I wonder what some of the biggest heart attacks were. Like there had to be some times where they plugged it in and something didn't work. It was like, why oh, no. are they blinking? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no! No, why the heck are they blinking? <laughs> no, why the heck? Because they, they, they I mean, they were just legit Christmas, Christmas lights. lights. There's yeah. nothing special to well, them. You yeah. do like some of them are going to burn out and get you know, need to be replaced. One right. goes out, they all go right. out. They got to check gosh, them all. I gosh. want a transformer. For Christmas. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Do people even know the 12 pages of Christmas oh, anymore? The parody so. song that we're referencing? So. God, that was Talk about 90s. Yeah. So the show ran like that for um, seven years, seven more years, until 2004. Now, this is when they began construction of the arena for Lights, Motors, Action, Extreme Stunts show with a 2005 opening date for the Disneyland 50th anniversary. And this meant the demolition of residential streets. Now, Ooh. where are the lights going to go? What would you rather have? What did? You, what do you like better? Residential, uh, residential street or uh, lights, motor, action? I don't want to be one of those guys, yeah. but residential street. I, mean, I like lights, motor, action, too, but yeah. You can right. see it so many times. Yeah, like one or two times. It's like, oh, it's, here comes Herbie again. Because like Indiana Jones is like, well, it's Indiana Jones. Yeah. This is like, you know, car. Well, that was the problem, too, is like. Here's Herbie from the Lindsay Lohan version of Herbie. Like, uh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> do I care? I think yeah. they, they eventually they brought out Mater for some reason. Like, yeah, that, that was a cool time in the company overall, though, because wasn't that like the hundred year celebration? Yeah, it was around they, then. Every park had a new attraction. From, well, no, that was the 50, 50th of Disney. But wasn't this the one like from Paris? And it was yeah. yeah. So that yeah, he right. just right. They did it for the. It's kind of part of the fiftieth of Disneyland. That they started doing that two thousand five. Right. And everything got like a, every park every got park something. Got something. 
from somewhere parks, else. Yeah. I, I remember in um, Magic Kingdom, it was just like some castle show from Tokyo. Yeah, Epcot was, was Soren. Right? Epcot was Soren. What did, it, did what did Animal Kingdom get though? From a different park. Did it? Age Chris well, is right. Did it, that did was it get the, the Lion, Lion King show. No, Lion King was uh, there an opening. Right, you're right. Yeah, but you're right. There was something. Yeah, that was the whole gimmick. Was like, like every each park of them, had a big attraction. Each of them is getting something. So Man, I'll, I'll think about that. But you can continue <laughs> on. All right. So um, this meant they had to put the light somewhere else. Well, you had Residential Street right up the way. Residential Street was, uh, or I meant not a Residential Street, the New York Street. Sorry. Yes. Uh, this was the kind of facade of uh, d- you know downtown New York. Uh, later, they expanded it to become the Streets of America with some spots that kind of look like San Francisco. The the original site of the Ace Ventura show. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you are exactly correct. And, and use guys merchandise. Use guys merchandise. It all comes back to Ace Ventura, really. Yes. So they took this chance to plus up the show a bit. So they, you know all the lights were repurposed to decorate uh, these building facades. They also added 33 artificial snow machines uh, to blow. This is like that snow that... You see, if you've been to Disney, you know what I'm talking about. It's kind of like soap suds right? yeah. that fall from this guy. Each night they would go through 100 gallons of this like soap fluid. Wow. So, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Uh, and this was cool, too, because you know the, the, the New York Street, everything was much closer. Like you could be a foot away from these right. buildings as opposed to like, you know, on the street looking across the yard. It was way more yard. immersive. Yeah. So um, it was still really cool. Like it was a bummer. It wasn't the, you know, the original spot, but still really, really good. Uh, in 2005... Sylvania became the presenting sponsor of the show. Uh, they're the, the they were part of the parent company Siemens, who had begun a long term sponsorship deal with Disney that also included Spaceship Earth and Illuminations Reflections of Earth. By the way, Animal Kingdom was kind of busy building Expedition Everest. Oh, that's right, which opened two thousand six. So, so I was like, like kind of their thing. thing. Okay. And look, look, it's like that. And Lucky the dinosaur. Oh, that's they had right. Going yeah, on there. yeah, that was Lucky's year. Okay, got it. So in two thousand six came the biggest update to the show. They added over. Now, I've seen conflicting reports. It's either 1,500 or 400 dimmers and relay circuits and control switches to the show. This meant now you could dim and turn the lights off electronically, and they could be choreographed to music. This is when that wiz- what, what What is that Trans-Siberian Orchestra song, The Wizards of Wiz- Winter? Yeah. Like, uh, that video became it? viral. And it's, it, Oh, shoot. What's the name? Hang on. Wizards, Wizards of Winter. Winter. That's it. Yeah. Wizards of Winter. Yeah, it is. No, it's Christmas Eve, Sarajevo 1224. Well, he also did Wizards of Winter. He also did Wizards of Winter then. You're probably both right. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so, you know, that's when those videos are going viral of people doing those choreographed light displays, and it was kind of the whole thing, yeah. Well, I think that came a little after this. As soon as you go in that digital age with this stuff, it's way easier to control each. So this uh, sparked the final name change for the show, and then when it became known as the Osborne Family Spectacle of Dancing. They dance now. They do dance. And the way they would do this is about every seven minutes a show, you, so you'd hit a song that had a choreographed sequence to it. That would happen. The song would end. Music would continue. But now the, you know, the lights would just glow steadily for another seven minutes, and then you'd go to the next choreographed song. And that was kind of the cycle of the evening. Uh, in 2011 was a huge overhaul to the whole thing where all the lights were replaced with energy-efficient LED lights. Michael, it's huge. Yes, sir. Have you have you heard the parable of the ship of Theseus? <laughs> yes, because it's uh, that is like oh okay. So like, we replace all the lights. Is it still the Osborne? Uh, it's the same wires, <laughs> you know. Sure. It, I was like, where are you going with this? The oh. people who saw this, I'm sure, were very happy because yeah. now if a bulb goes out, it's just that one bulb. I, mean, I bet. I bet it also ran a lot like more energy oh, efficient. Right. Sounds green. I bet it was a lot cheaper. Oh, absolutely. Here's my thing, though. 
I, I'm all for LED bulbs, energy efficiency. I hate LED Christmas lights. Why? Why? They don't look right to me. They look like well, we gave AJ a look. A pretty old pair. No, 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 no. Like when you when you see the LED lights, first of all, the white's wrong. It's too it's too cool. Well, you got to get the warm ones. I know, but then like LED Christmas lights, they're like bright, but they don't illuminate anything by them. You know what I mean? No, you don't get that glow. No, I don't, you don't know what you mean. Glow. I don't know. It, what I disagree. I've not. No, I've never. I don't notice the I, difference. I, I don't. I'm not I saying you sound like a crazy person, but are you not? Okay. I mean, maybe from like the 2010s. They were like that. No, but it's still like that. I, I can't. I can't get in them. Mm. I gotta keep my my. You should I, get. You know what? You, you know what you should do. You should get um a, the bubble lights. You should get a, a bubble. I don't like those. Bubble light tree. I just get the cheap three dollar for a hundred box at Lowe's. I have a of, huge of box off you can brand. Have then. Oh, I, I hate them. I have a ton of them. I, I, oh, they're the worst. I was gonna try to put some up last week. It was too cold. Really strong opinions on lights. <laughs> oh, when you become like dad mode and you put lights yeah, up, it's a thing. It's it's a it's a whole thing. Yeah, that's very true. I've got everything labeled where everything goes. Now, I just have it on a pile in my shed. <laughs> I'll lug it out later. <coughs> Excuse me. That shed thing got You me. talked about the, the dancing, the choreograph lights. I yeah. remember standing in the center of this and truly being in awe. Oh, it was, com- of, it was like completely immersive. Completely it just surrounded yeah. by everything. Yeah, very cool. Well, with that move to LED lights, it also had an update to the lighting control system. This actually meant the whole, all the programming had to be redone, basically, because that was like more computer controlled. Right. Sure. So they had to like redo all of that. But another cool thing, so that you saw it in the video we watched, but one of the original elements was this red canopy of lights that you walked under. It was just red lights. Well, now these were like the RGB LED lights. Think of like a hue light bulb mm-hmm. where you can control the color. So now you have this canopy of these individually controllable bulbs that can be any color. Essentially making a giant video display. It reminds me of that street in Vegas. Yes, the Fremont yeah, Street. Yeah, the old strip. The old strip. Yeah, yeah Fremont Street experience. It's funny how we all thought that. Mm-hmm. So you now have a twenty-one uh, a display featuring 21,600 pixels capable of 16 million colors. So they did all kinds of fun effects with mm-hmm. that as you walk underneath it. Now, in 2011, sadly, Jennings Osborne passed away. And to honor him in the uh, kind of display of the blue angels, they added a single white angel to the display. So if you see the videos, you see the white angel that was uh, to honor Jennings Osborne. Which yeah, I pretty was good. Nice. Yeah, we saw a nice interview with uh, the daughter and wife talking about that mm-hmm. from the, the first year they did that. So let's see. In 2013, Siemens became the sponsor of the show. Siemens um, just couldn't get enough of Disney World. Well, they, um, Sylvania got spun off and do its own thing. Right. So uh, and all, everything Siemens, is probably yeah. Siemens controlled for yeah, PLCs. This is, Siemens, and this is right, right around. This is when Siemens is sponsoring Spaceship Earth. Yep. Too, yeah. So, yeah. Yep. 2014, they added some reserve viewing packages as part of the Frozen Holiday Premium Package. I don't know what, what that means. I wonder where those the seating was for that. I don't know why, but it's blowing my mind that Osborne. Overlapped with Frozen, yeah. Like you can see pictures well, of Olaf at that. That's insane. Yeah. that's crazy. Because when we think of Os- Osborne Lake, you we think, think a 90s. long time ago, right. and you don't think of Frozen as being a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gosh, the movie's gonna be like ten years old in a couple years. Then, on September eleventh, twenty fifteen, Disney announced that the twenty fifteen holiday season would be the lights' final season. Uh, yeah, yeah. There goes Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, we now know that the reason for this is uh, the streets of America were being removed to make way for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Uh, I prefer the lights. No, I'm kidding. kidding. (laughs) Um, So they announced that the final performance would be scheduled for January 3rd of 2016. Uh, Although it was so popular and so much demand that they actually extended it to three more nights, making the final performance January 6th of 2016. 
To mark the 20th and final year of the lights, a special Osborne electric window was installed in New York Street uh, that covered the history of the holiday favorites with newspaper uh, stories, photos, TV clips, and a twinkling Tinkerbell light that uh, sparkled a 20 logo. Oh, I hope they kept that. Seems yeah, I don't know. New York Street's kind of gone. Right. Uh, at the end of the night, the two final songs that the lights danced to as a special one off performance were Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas and the Mickey Mouse Club Alma Mater. Uh, cool. Yeah, right? So for the last season, I actually have the set list of all the songs that got choreography. So I'll, I'll read that for oh, you. Oh, nice. Goes. Let's hear it. Yeah, Christmas Eve, Sarajevo, twelve twenty four by the Trans Siberian Orchestra. Good, good. The Barbara Streisand version of Jingle Bells. Okay. A Mad Russian's Christmas by Trans Siberian Orchestra. Uh, Feliz Navidad by Jose Feliciano. That's good. Here comes Santa Claus by Elvis Presley. Parade of the Wooden Soldiers by Arthur Fielder and the Boston Pops Orchestra. <laughs> Nothing for Christmas. <laughs> By the plain white teeth. Uh, very unfortunate spelling on this one. But yeah, it's like, <laughs> grow, grow up, Chris. <laughs> this, this was from uh, prep, prep and Landing Naughty versus Nice. Oh, Prep and Landing. Remember Prep and Landing? Yeah, Prep and Landing is good. I, I've watched those with the kids. Uh, Christmas is starting now by Big Bad Voodoo Daddy from Wait, Phineas and Ferb's Christmas Wait, vacation Wait, isn't that special. Scott Steiner? Wait, oh. from the Phineas and Ferb. Wait, okay, okay. You know. they, wait, uh, yeah, yeah. They put something from the Phineas and Ferb Christmas Vacation Special, but nothing from Muppet Christmas Carol. The Muppets is right next door. They might have played it like not choreographed. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. At Winter Wonderland, it was an original arrangement by Dan Stamper, who worked for Disney. And then What's This from the Nightmare Before Christmas? Oh, nice I, I remember seeing What's This, and it was mm-hmm. very good. So many fans were very upset that the lights were being removed and not coming back anywhere and demanded that they be uh, reinstalled somewhere else. But uh, Disney actually went a different route. And so this is interesting. You actually can still experience the Osborne Spectacle of Lights uh, if you go to the Give the Kids the World Village uh, charity complex. Disney donated most of the lights to this organization. So I didn't even know about this place until I, I did this research. But they are located in Kissimmee, Florida. That's how you say that, right? Kissimmee. Oh, yeah. yeah, Kissimmee. Kissimmee, Kissimmee. Yeah. Um, this place, it's very cool. It is a small kind of resort little theme park that is um it's for families of children who are terminally ill uh they get to do a one week completely free vacation where these kids can just kind of have some fun not have I to worry about you know everything someone who was just there actually oh really wasn't i think yeah. oh yeah yeah i think so maybe okay because they had like their own like suite and everything it was yeah, like yeah. a little cabin oh i mean i know that they did their make-a-wish thing i don't know right. I think about that was this village. Of, i think that was mm. part of it and then they went to disney but yeah it's uh it's an 89 acre Storybook Resort, um, and they have this fundraising event every year called Night of a Million Lights, where they decorate the resort with these very same lights. Is it just the one night? Um, I don't know if it's one night. I, I think it runs for like okay. a holiday season. And yeah, it still runs to this day. When I went to the website, like a pop-up came up, like, tell Man, me to go be, experience it. So. That'd be pretty sweet to go see. So yeah, it still exists, and uh, it's a phenomenal uh, organization. So actually, while I was poking around their website, I did find out you could, they do fundraising and stuff for the resort. So I made a 90s Disney fundraising team. So um, I'll be tweeting this link out obnoxiously throughout the month of the, uh, December. But if you want to go to give.gktw.org slash 90s Disney, uh, you could join our fundraising team. I'm going to try to set a goal of $500. So if you guys listen yeah. to the show, we've never asked for a dime from this show. But I'm going to ask you right now. Um, I would really appreciate it if you would join our team and give what you could to this organization. Let's do it. Let's it's super it. cool. I think it's a cool way to keep the memory of these lights alive. Yeah. And um, really help some, some kids out. So mm-hmm. I hope you guys uh, partake. So, yeah, that's kind of the, the run of it. Guys, any other memories of these lights that you want to I, share? I have one question. Yeah. 
if Disney decided to leave these lights somewhere in the parks, mm-hmm. where is the best place they could possibly go? Where could you see that they would fit? Well, it wouldn't have worked. What's the timing? When when did New Fantasyland open? Oh, and earlier that, than the, that's when it's closed, like, like 2011, 13, right? I think. Oh, yeah. Yes. Something like that. Like, Toontown Fair could have worked, but yeah. That, that, Back I that, just, no, that wouldn't have worked yeah. out. Yeah, you don't really have anything that's just like, I mean, Main like, Street would be too much. Like, you, you can't do Disney Springs or anything because it's so crowded with I mean, shoppers. You distract mm-hmm. I wonder if, like, could it have just been retrofitted onto, um, gosh, whatever it's called, the the, the Main Street of uh, Hollywood Studios or even just down Sunset Boulevard? Sunset that Boulevard have worked, would be good. Uh, in some way. It wouldn't have been exactly, like, it did work really well with kind of like the city or like yeah. the actual residential buildings. I mean, that'd be hard, like, with when Phantasmic would start, that gets pretty it, That's crowded. the problem. Like, yeah, it's already. Crowd control, yeah. Like, this was perfect for a while because it really was tucked away. Like, in the back of the park. Right, in this corner. And it's, so it really worked yeah. that well. That's probably the decision why, well, we we just can't do this anymore. Right. You, yeah, you couldn't put it on Grand Avenue anymore if you're going to have that be the entrance to uh, Galaxy's Edge. You know, it is a shame because this was this was the Christmas thing there, and even to this day, it feels like Hollywood Studios doesn't have like anything comparable as far as Christmas well, offerings. They do like a, a nighttime like, Christmas thing, right? When we went, I got my like six years ago it was uh, prep prep and landing uh, themed. Actually, I don't which know what they do I, now. Which was uh, even at that point, prep that. and landing seemed slightly out of yeah. uh, <laughs> out of the time already, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is just like a shame that they miss out this iconic thing. You know, Magic Kingdom has a, a very Merry Christmas party. Epcot has Festival of the Holidays and Candlelight Processional. Like, this was uh, MGM's thing. Yeah. And honestly, for, it was like one of my favorites as a kid. I loved the whole walking around Residential Street. They used to sell those... Uh, those like uh, paper glasses with the filter on it. Yeah, so like, the lights would look like they were snowflakes and things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, through the prism. Yeah, it's, it's what's funny for me is I have much more vivid memories about that '90s uh, residential street version than the the Streets of America one for uh, for some reason. Well, I think we did go. We, we used to go. We went a the, lot for the, like my birthday. Yeah, in that December. first week of December because it was. Uh, our parents weren't shy about taking us out of school yeah. for vacation. A lot of parents get weird about that. I know. Um, it was a good time to go because. People just had Thanksgiving break. They had Christmas break upcoming, so they wouldn't take vacations that first week of December. So back when there were quiet periods in the parks, that was like the only quiet period during Christmas. So we went a lot during that time. Right. It was great. Mm-hmm. I just re- I remember being young enough that I hated the walking. <laughs> See, I remember that. This is back when I didn't like World Showcase either. It's probably like I was like eight. You're probably too old for the stroller, but not like old right. enough to be yeah. super super happy about walking around. So when, it, when the alternative is, I can stand here and just look around me. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I miss the heck of it. I, you know, I, I think it's great what they did with it. I do almost wish because, like, there's not there are Christmas light displays, but not, and they're all very pretty. But it really was just being bombarded with right. it. It was yeah. very Disney mm-hmm. to just like you know sensory overload. You, you know what I feel like is maybe the successor to it. And I haven't seen this yet, but I know like a lot of the uh, Fort Wilderness kind of patrons love to decorate their yeah, their, their campers, and their stuff campers like and stuff like that. And people go around the golf carts and whatnot and and have fun with that. Uh, they do a lot of cool things. They have their own like parade that they put on every yes, year. Yes, mm-hmm. but that but, I, I didn't know about for years. Some, one of these days we're gonna. AJ doesn't your father-in-law have a camper? We'll hijack that. <laughs> yeah, you think love you it. Mine drive that. What's that? Mine does too. Well, okay, all right. Why don't you get on that? There you go. <laughs> yeah, we'll have a I good, don't trust myself with that. We'll have a good old time. 
Yeah, I mean, 20 years was a pretty good run. Uh, I'm almost surprised it was that long, really. I, imagine, I mean, the, the thing is, too, when you read about how many man hours and how long it took to set up, like, was the juice worth the squeeze? Right. Like, what what was the return on investment well, on it, unlike, I guess? Unlike Very Merry Christmas Party, you could, it wasn't a ticketed event. Right. You just kind of walked there and, like, gawk at it. Right. Which There's, I love. There was some merch out, but not, like... I'm sure, I'm sure yeah. it actually did increase, you know, people Tenants. coming attendance yeah, probably. and everything. Probably was a good draw. Man, I would not want to be one of those workers putting those lights up, though. It had me a lot. I don't know. That's your job for two months? It could be fun. Yeah. I don't know. That's... Very tedious. What if you're the one who got to put the baby Sinclair with the Christmas oh, yeah. yeah, we saw the, 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 <laughs> there was a baby Sinclair in the window watching Mickey's Christmas Girl TV now, with the, uh, the, la- the leg lamp from a Christmas tree right. on top yeah, of it. That's incredible. I, I wonder, is that baby Sinclair always there and they dress it up for Christmas or do they put you, it just for Christmas? You think now? it's still there? Maybe. It's, I mean, I assume yeah. they just literally lugged that out of the prop warehouse yeah. <laughs> for like right across the street. A- anything dinosaurs related, I'm there. Yeah, yeah. There's not much of it. More. I'm sure that was the last time they took effort to make a dinosaurs yeah, reference. 2015. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's not a single dinosaurs reference in Dinoland, is there? That's a darn shame. Yeah, yeah. How they missed that? Well, even by 1998, <laughs> sadly. No, no excuse. It, it was, it was, it had come and it had gone. Speaking it'll, of, it'll come back. We get dinosaurs. There's like a dinosaur themed Christmas lights display about an hour north of us. I almost wanted to go do. Really? That's like, there's a whole bunch of those. You get in the car. AJ, we do one in a place here yeah, with your family yeah, every yeah. year, and that's kind of fun. There's but, a, a place near us called Ogle Bay. Mm-hmm. If anyone's heard of that, it's pretty well known in like the tri state. Area. Yeah, it's like a golf resort area. We did, went there for a Christmas a couple of times, but yeah, you people, everyone has these where you go in the car and you drive around like some park or golf course, and they have mm-hmm. a lot of the light displays. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny. So you guys kind of alluded to it too, but there are, there are like a lot of people now who just do these in their yards where it's like yeah. into this radio station, and hear the music, and it's all coordinated. And- yeah, the one guy by me was doing it for a bit, and I, you used to drive the kids around when they were little here just to see yeah, that. Yeah, he passed away actually. Ah, dang it. Yeah, yeah I, I wonder why that stopped. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's why. No, yeah, it, it, there goes. Christmas. <laughs> it was very nice. The kids loved it. Yeah, the one we were like, "Oh, why didn't he do it?" Then like we found his Facebook page and his wife saying, "Oh, he oh. loved the lights." And we're like, "Oh no, uh, no." Then why didn't you do it? Oh, but no. Yeah, so, uh, maybe I should. Nah, it sounds like work. <laughs> sounds well, very expensive. Yeah, was it very your, expensive? Like, was was that your favorite Disney parks Christmas thing? Do you guys mm. have like an absolute number one? Because we've done. We did that. We've done Candlelight Procession. We we. Do I would s- think that would be yours. I do like the Candlelight Procession a lot. Uh, we used to do that show that they had at the Contemporary in the ballroom. Oh, there. the Holly, oh, Holly Holiday Show. We love that. Yeah, I really remember. Have we told that story. We told podcast? that story. Okay. I think on one of the other Christmas shows. Yeah, they kind of moved us halfway through for better do, seats. Do they still do that? No, um, they haven't done that one in a while. We used to go to like Christmas Mass in the Contemporary. We used to do Easter Mass. Yeah, good Christian boys. Uh, at the Contemporary ballrooms, they would bring in up uh, priests and stuff like that. And that always. And we did. We did Mickey's very merry Christmas party a couple times in the nineties. I think. Yeah, once. well, there's that. God, mom had that picture of all of us in these matching green sweaters posed in front was, of something. That was there. part of Night the Stand contemporary forever. thing. Oh, uh, I thought that was at no, that the park. Was actually, that was, that the was park. at the park. That bit. Yeah, that was in the was park. Was it really? It was, yeah, yeah. It was like the even. green backdrop. Yeah, they put, yeah. They put a little backdrop oh, wall yeah, on. Yeah, I thought it was like picture. on the way to. You were little. What do you know? I remember yeah. some things. Give me all the hot chocolate and all that stuff. The only thing is, it's not like a lot of Christmas stuff in Animal Kingdom that could. Think of. I can't remember last time I've been to Animal Kingdom during Christmas time. I'll be interested to see yeah, what exactly is yeah, going on. Which we are going uh, next week. Yeah. This, this Sunday we're leaving. Oh, yeah, that's right. So uh, we're recording this a little early because we are leaving this weekend, uh, coming up here at the end of November, right after Thanksgiving. In fact, we, I leave Friday. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Yeah. Start um, packing. So, yeah. So uh, we'll have a bonus episode in December, which will basically be a, a trip uh, recap 
Uh, so we'll talk about what we saw and did. And uh, like I said, if you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and heck, follow us on Mastodon because I made one of those. You made Mastodon? Oh, come on. Get well, no, Diz Twitter and made a Mastodon server. And then we uh, I was like, okay, it's worldkey.io. So if you want. Worldkey, cute. Yeah. So if you go to <laughs> at 90s Disney at worldkey.io on Mastodon, there we are. I just set it up to like if I post on Twitter, post it. Right. What? What is the number one thing you are each looking most forward to on this upcoming Disney trip? There's two. Man, I said one. Said one. <laughs> no, go ahead. It's doing doing Guardians will be fun, and AJ finally doing Rise. I know. I can't Resistance. wait to finally do Rise. Oh my I'm god! Excited for that. I mean, that that's the selfish thing I'm looking forward to. I was looking very forward to you know my kids, and it's my son's first trip to just kind of take them and let them do stuff. They're the first thing they specifically all want to do is the Little Mermaid. Oh, really? Wow. That, that is, that is stop you, number one. Have seen that movie recently? Yeah, we just watched it last week. Oh, good. Well, I told him, I said, listen, if we're doing this ride, you guys have to watch the movie at least yeah. once before we go. There you go. Yeah, you haven't <laughs> been in a long time, so you have no, a lot of new I've things been, to do. I haven't been since 2018, yeah. Oh, wow. Have 22. That's, that's, that's supposed, this is supposed to be the longest. That's the longest I've gone without a Disney World trip in my life. I haven't gone since we started this podcast. No. <laughs> I mean, we went to Disneyland in yeah, 2019, mm-hmm. and, that, and then the pandemic happened. I just haven't traveled since then, really. Really, so I haven't been since Ratatouille opened, so I have that to look forward to. Yeah, I mean, all the new stuff. Yeah, it's Ratatouille. All of to- I've never seen anything from Toy Story Land. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway uh, Railway. Oh, Rise of Resistance. It still bothers me. Guardians don't like that. Right? Rise of Resistance. No, yeah, I know. Oh, we, me and Chris had such low expectations for Mickey and Minnie because people were kind it. of poo pooing it. I was like, this is great. I kind of like this quite a lot. Kids to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kids good. are pumped for that. My kids claim, they claim, they want to ride all the roller coasters. Liv is adamant that she and I are riding Slinky Dog. Mm. They all want to ride Seven Dwarves. They want to ride Splash Mountain. What about okay. Splash Mountain? I'm, we'll see. They can have fun. I'll pretend like I'm not going in because I'm scared. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't want to get wet. Yeah, they, <laughs> oh, they'll, oh, they'll make you do that. Yeah, excuse. right. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, Mike, Mike, what are you most looking forward to doing? Oh, I think you're about to ask. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. Uh, I don't know. Selfish. I'm actually staying a couple of days after you guys leave. The, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, what you're looking for. Well, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I, quiet I, time. I, yeah, I'm taking a day just to go look at all the uh, Christmas decorations and all the lounges at all the different hotels. That would be cool. To, yeah, just hop around. Now, some people can't believe I'm not going to a park that day. It's like, no, nah, I just want to see some Christmas trees sure. and uh, drink. Get get very merry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll be sending you guys some obnoxious texts. I'm sure. Yes, it'll be great. But no, it's good. I'm, I'm ex- but uh, the mainstay we're going to be at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, and this is my first time there. And I yeah, and we got a room of a view of the safari. The Savannah, nice. yeah. The Savannah. Camp. Yes, it'll be. Good. I we've been there just to eat a couple times, and I really like that resort. And, oh, it's you know, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. So uh, honestly, uh, the, the hotels I'm actually kind of looking forward to because I've never stayed there, and I've never stayed at Wilderness Lodge before, and I'm kicking those. Yeah, we're up. we're staying at Caribbean Beach. Uh, never been there, particularly since they remodeled yeah. it. I've never. Even been on the Skyliner. Well, yeah, ain't, oh, yeah the Skyliner. Yeah, never done that. That's nice. I've, the only thing with Animal Kingdom Lodge that is a bit painful is the transportation. This yeah. is why this is why I'm glad we're driving because we'll just have our van, right? So now, we're just good to go. I'm babysitting AJ's kids at the Caribbean uh, one day there while you get a a, a date. date uh, night. Yeah, they're gonna be hay for me, right, AJ? They'll hopefully be asleep. Yeah, well, the so. plan is just to tire them out. Yeah. That's Epcot day, so they'll do a lot of walking. Oh, if I order room service, it just goes on to your. No, bill. it's not. It's Hollywood Studios day. Yes, it does, Mike. You're no, right. it doesn't. <laughs> Sure, sure. What do you mean? Though it does. If I order room service, what do you think I'll tell gonna... them to cancel it. <laughs> Michael, you spent five hundred sixty-seven dollars on room service. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you a dove. It'll match. Turtle doves. What? A, what? <laughs> It'll be great. Uh, can we, can we, can we do Home Alone for a show. I don't know. It's kind of Disney. Have they done that much Home Alone stuff in the parks yet? Not in the I parks. I mean, they, they did that new show on Disney Plus. They did that new movie oh, right, last, last year. year. I don't think anyone cared. No, I forgot it existed until I saw it. It looked bad. It even had Buzz in it. 
Fuss was in it. He was a cop. Oh, <laughs> that's ironic. It's <laughs> funny. That makes that that tracks. Um, well, AJ, good job. That was a lot of fun. You know, I have some ideas for next month's episode. I want to make sure inspiration doesn't strike me on this trip. Uh, uh, oh, you leave your options open. I have, I have, I have a non-parks related idea. But this means he has no idea. What no, he's I doing. do. I do. I have an idea. Look, all right. Look, fine, fine. The idea is the return of Jafar. <laughs> Ooh. But we'll see. I'm because uh, I think that'd be fun to talk about that in the whole starting of the directed video sequels. Uh, yeah, that'd but be cool. but maybe um, we'll see. There might be something fun at the park that inspires me. But Return of Jafar is my idea for the next episode, next proper episode. We'll do a trip report once we get back as a half mm-hmm. one in the middle of December. All, all right. right. Well, that was a. Uh uh, uh, a little shorter. Okay, that's all right. This is a holiday. Yeah, it's fine. We're busy. We're leaving in three days. Give me a break. I want to go to bed. Yeah. Well, we're not going to go watch Weird the Halloween Yank Cook Story. I do really want to watch that. You watched it without us. What the heck? It was we two talked weeks about ago. for months how excited we were to watch it together, and you watched well, it. Without you were us. in Florida, and you so were... you couldn't wait three more days. No. There goes Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to 90s Disney, everybody. You can find more of us at 90sDisney.com, where you can subscribe to the show and the podcast service of your choice to catch past, present, and future episodes of the show. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Mastodon, and uh, Instagram uh, to keep up to date with the show and check out our hijinks, particularly, like I said, on this trip. We'll be uh, posting some 90s references as we find them, so that means Mike will be posting all the Rocketeer helmets he finds. Oh, there are many to find. <laughs> there, there, there are several. He knows where they all are. I got to break into that room where baby Sinclair was. <laughs> that room's got They flattened that yeah, building. What are you talking about? Oh, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> Just buried some rock work in I'll find it. Ah, you know, it'll bring be me there. the head of baby Sinclair. <laughs> Probably was just a head. Thank you for listening, everybody. You can catch us next time right here on 90s Disney. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.